Well, no matter what, tonight's game will definitely be a memorable one. But can the Chicago Blackhawks force Pat Foley to say Hawks win one more time? That's exactly what they hope to do as they host the San Jose Sharks. Well, Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taves probably summed up Pat Foley's career best. Yeah, I mean, he's the voice of the Blackhawks. I think there's just so many great calls and just who he is as a person. He's a great storyteller and just uh, he just adds that entertainment uh, that depth to the value of people you know watching on tv and it's not afraid he doesn't pull punches you know he's not afraid to go after a guy if he hasn't scored in 15 games or whatever the situation is but we're gonna miss him for sure and and uh, we always talk about the the former players that are fun to be around the troy murray's eddie old chucks and all the greats as well and getting to hear their stories of you know when they played and what it was like and, and pat foley's kind of in the same boat because he's just been around for so long and a great storyteller and a fun person. So yes, the Blackhawks' longtime television voice, Pat Foley, is retiring. The soundtrack for many Blackhawks fans' lives comes to a close tonight. Another octave of Blackhawks fan soundtrack joins us right now in Troy Murray. Troy, we've gotten to hear your great work with John Wideman, but Hawks fans have also been able to hear your great work with Pat Foley as well. What kind of atmosphere are you expecting tonight? First of all, I, I want to comment on what Jonathan was talking about there. The whole point of what Jonathan was saying, it wasn't about Pat Foley. It's don't go 15 games without scoring a goal. That's the, that's the whole point, right? Right, right. no, for sure. Oh, he, he went in. He went into some other things, though, oh, I which, know. I, which we'll get to. I, you know, <laughs> and he, you know, Jonathan's very honest in what he wants to do, and has been very vocal in that opinion. But this is all about Pat. I mean, you know, when I first got into broadcasting, I was doing the studio work, and uh, Dale Talon was doing the color with Pat at that point. And this was, oh, I don't even know when it was, but it's been a long time. <laughs> Dale Talon was uh, took the. Uh, assistant general manager job and they were looking for somebody to fill his spot and I was doing the studio and they said you want to do it and I said well you know I don't know if I want to do it or not but I okay I will but I wasn't I was 100% sold on, on doing it because the one thing that when I retired and having young kids I had kind of traveled around a couple cities in my last couple years and it was a lot of travel a lot of hassle with young kids and uh, you know all that kind of stuff so I, I could have got into coaching I could have got into scouting and I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be on the road and traveling all the time I had enough of that so the one thing when they asked me to come back and do the broadcasting, it's full time and back on the road. So I talked to my wife and I'm like, well, she goes, well, if you don't like it, you can quit. And I was a commodities trader down at the Merck at that time. And they said, you just come back and trade. So I said, okay. And uh, it was great advice because, and she said, you know, if you might regret this for the rest of your life if you don't take this opportunity right. and try it. So I tried it and it's been 21 years <laughs> since, since that advice. So it's worked out great. And Pat was my mentor to, to start with. Uh, we did did it back in the day when it was a simulcast. Right. I didn't televise home games. That's how far back we're going. So uh, it's been a long progress to get to this point. Uh, you know, my appreciation for Pat as a broadcaster goes really deep because he was he came in basically my first full year in the NHL as well. So we broke into the league together. You know, he was always great, and uh, uh, we've been good friends for it's been 40 years. So this is a obviously a, a special night for Pat, and a, and one that kind of tugs on your heartstrings and in, in a couple different ways. I'm happy for Pat that he's going to be able to spend more time golfing and then he's not going to be a part of the you know the broadcast anymore and that part of his life is, is over and he took a lot of pride in it. I mean this last 40 years is his 
you know, this is his life. And so to be moving on, it's been tough for him, I think, in handling some of the emotions. He's done an excellent job. And tonight, I think, is going to be just one of those nights that uh, obviously he'll never forget his last game as a broadcaster here at the United Center. It's going to be a wonderful night. He mentioned when you two worked together, when you first started. How bad I was? No, no. He, he said <laughs> you were hard on yourself because you thought you were, you were bad. You would make a mistake. He said you never made a really terrible mistake or anything, but you brought your perfectionism from the ice to the booth. And he said he had to hose you down a couple of times because you were just beating yourself up too badly. And well, you know what? It, it um, you know, John would attest to this. You know, Nicky. I, I mean, uh, it, he drives me nuts because uh, it's course. kind of like a natural for all him. Of us. He, what is he? 18, 19 years of age, <laughs> and he, you know, he's got all this experience. He's finally of course, able to drive. Of course, it, some of it comes from his mother, not his father. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, the job is a lot harder than you think it right. is. And you know, for for Patty, you know, he kind of led me through the progress of what it takes, and I didn't know what. To, I, I didn't know what to talk about. Yeah. You, you get into a you know a game and all of a sudden there's a break and you're going, oh, okay, what do I talk about? It, it's it's not easy. He worked hard to to, to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know the good thing was is after we uh, had a game we go have a pop and talk about it. That's why I, I, I will treasure these pint glasses on Pat Foley because over the last twenty some years we've had a lot of pints. Uh, there is a special significance too with the am pint glass. Am I allowed to say that a pint glass? <laughs> I, think, I think so. That, well, I, that I had a few pints. Hey, what's the worst that can happen? It's his last game, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, they, well, you no, had that's his last game. We'll just throw him under the bus, <laughs> then it will be all good. Definitely will be a very memorable. Patrick Kane into the right circle. Shark handles a spinnerama, and the defense and Jake, Jacob Magna fell down. I got to try and explain what happened here. Patrick Kane is Please going do. down the right wing side, spins around, looks like he's going to go to the backhand. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> the replay <laughs> here at the United Center. Poor Jacob Megna, 6'6", 220 pounds, big man. But the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So Pat Foley and I are golfing in Arizona, and the group behind us kind of keeps looking at, you know, Pat and I. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, he's a Blackhawk fan, and he, he knows who I am, and kind of we're doing this. And the beer cart comes by, and the people come up behind us, and we're just teeing off, and the guy goes, we're going to buy you whatever you want if you, Pat Foley, will give us the Bannerman call. (laughs) So Pat goes, okay, whatever we want, and he goes, yep, and it was four guys, really nice guys, and they were from the Chicagoland area. So they say, uh, okay, we want to hear this call. So he gives the Bannerman call. Perfect call, right in the golf course and everything. We, we ordered two shots of tequila, and they were the most expensive thing in the golf cart. And I think these guys almost swallowed their golf balls when they, when they had to pay the bill because for two of us here, I was thinking, hey, they knew who I was. We got a little scrap going here, and it oh, was yeah. going to be. This Jeffrey Vrial against Stillman. Vrial and Riley Stillman. And Stillman plunks him with a left, takes a right. Now they exchange right hands. Stillman over the top with another right and then takes a couple of rights from Vrial. They grapple a little bit, headlocks on both, and then they both go down to the ice. Let's go downstairs and we'll join our guests. And Patrick Kane is our guest. Patrick, we really appreciate you joining us here in the intermission. And uh, I know this night's got to be special for you, but uh, you're on a line now uh, with Alex Debrinkit and Dylan Stroman. You guys clicked early. Talk about the chemistry on that line. 
Yeah, it's been a good line uh, ever since we were put together. Obviously, they broke us up the last couple games, but, you know, nice to uh, to get back out there with them and uh, and strike on our first shift. thought we had a couple good chances after that as well, a couple good shifts, so hopefully keep building on that into the next two periods. Well, let's throw the hockey thing aside here right now and uh, talk about what this night is, is all about in, in some ways. Pat Foley, uh, he has been here throughout your entire career. I know that you have a, a special relationship with his partner, Eddie, but also with Pat. What does this mean to you? Um, as far as Pat Foley and what he has done for the Blackhawks in your time here? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously uh, he's the voice of the Blackhawks, right? So nice little ceremony there before the game. See him around the golf courses uh, in the summer. Seems like every course I show up to, he's there at the same time. So uh, good to uh, catch up with him there in the summer, but a uh, special night for him, and I'm sure it's uh, nice for him to get his family on the ice. Nice little gesture there with his mom and the, the Hall of Fame coach. So it was, uh, it was a pretty cool ceremony. Who gets uh, strokes when uh, you play Pat Foley? <laughs> oh, I get strokes for sure. He's too good. He is a good golfer, isn't he? Yeah. Never makes a mistake, which makes me mad. <laughs> He's always right down the middle. Yeah, he can wear you down a little bit on the golf course. <laughs> he does. What's, what's your best memory of Pat Foley away from the rink? Um, I think just what we were just talking about, like, you know, there's been a, a few rounds uh, on the golf course and not even just playing golf with them, but just like catching up with them after and telling stories. Um, he's beloved around the city of Chicago and uh, people love to hear his stories. He always seems to uh, to get a good reception with laughs and uh, he's a great storyteller. So I think just that. Do the young guys in the locker room understand what Pat Foley kind of means to the organization? You know, I hope so. I think if they don't, that ceremony before and uh, how much uh, he's been talked about this year and, and his being his final year that should definitely open their eyes but uh he had some great calls back in the 80s and 90s and obviously through our championship years too so he'll always be the voice of the Blackhawks and you can watch some of those highlights and remember some of his great calls quickly switching back to hockey Alex to it a couple goals short of his career high nice to get him a career high wouldn't it to finish off the season yeah he's a, you know what he's he's all over the puck uh pretty much every game he's got chances he's getting shots so yeah. eventually it's going to come for him you know we got uh, uh nine games left and um, be looking for him. He always finds a way to get open as well, so I'm sure it'll come. You know what? I, I was a part of a, a great combination back in the day, and it was uh, Dennis Savard and Steve Larmer, and those guys were like, t- you know, two brothers, and they, they they always were going at it on the bench, and I know that there was <laughs> a little bit made about you and Alex getting into it a little bit, but that's part of the whole equation, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the same thing happened with me and Panarin all the time when he was here. And, <laughs> that's uh, right. <laughs> I couldn't understand what he was yelling at me, and he couldn't understand what I was saying, but we were yelling at each other. And, I used uh, to love seeing who got in the last shot yeah, at the end yeah. of the uh, of the equation. <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing with Alex. You know, we uh, both want to do so well. I know he's always as prepared as he can be to play every game, and uh, it's fun going into a game knowing that he's gonna he's gonna be at his best. But sometimes when either of us aren't, you know, he's not afraid to give it back to me, even being uh, a younger guy. So it's a it's a good healthy relationship. Well, Kaner, I know it's been about nine years since we've talked. We're really grateful for you coming on with us here in the intermission, bud. You're in game number 1,099 in your terrific career, second all-time in points and assists in this organization's history. It's an honor to talk to you, as always, man. Go get him in the second period. All right, Johnny. Troy, you got it. Good talking to you guys. See you All later. right. Patrick Kane, the great Patrick Kane, headed to the Hall of Fame, first ballot. Thank to Pat. Thanks to Pat for being our guest. What a night. What a night. And DeHaan with a lead pass. Missing yes. everybody. It goes all the way down. We a get icing. Outside. Now we can bring in the Hall of Famers. Yeah, Savvy, we Jelly, got Dennis Savard and Chris Chelios here in our uh, 
WGN Radio booth, and uh, both are on headset. What do you think, guys? We're just paying tribute to all the broadcasters today, Troy, <laughs> so it's good to see you, man. <laughs> uh, good game. It's I mean, good to be seen. Much better than last game. Yeah, a lot more yeah. energy from the, from the guys tonight, and obviously, you know, when you're having trouble scoring, nice to get that one right off the bat. What do you what do you think of the uh, reuniting of the Strom to Brinkett and uh, Patrick Kane lines, Abby? Well, they've been our best line all year, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and what a goal they scored in the first period. You know, we we take it for granted, but Kaner's goal, when you look back at the replay, he only had really that top corner to put it in, and he did. You know, in our days, we go low. We <laughs> it's a stop. Yeah, <laughs> but now with the way that the goalies play, when they go down the butterfly, the only thing that's open is is the upstairs. And Patrick Kane scored the goal on. Uh, Jonathan Quick at the tail end of that game. Again, Quick is one of the guys that goes always down, so anytime you get a shot in close, you got to go upstairs on these guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. And behind the Hawk net, Riley Stillman will push the puck away up the left wing boards to Seth Jones. Did it brink at Hawk line left wing to Strome through center ice to Kane over the shark line right point. Drops it there for Seth Jones. He closes in and fires. That's up off the glass behind the net around to Debrinket. To Stillman left point. To Jones right point. Down to Kane along the right half boards. He centers the puck, but this is picked off. Now taken back by Stillman. To Debrinket left circle. Puck on the back end. Tried to center. This deflects to Barabanov, and he'll carry in behind the shark net. Boy, that, that line is really tough to defend when they get in the offensive zone. They just move it around so nice. Dylan Strom has found a way to put himself into the middle of the ice position. There's Entwistle on a break. Two on one over the shark line. A toe drag. He brought it to the net and then lost it right to the crease. He had a two on one. He had Kachuk down the left side. Regula from the right point will fire. And that was knocked away by Reimer. Loose puck to the near boards. Couture pokes it ahead to center ice. Rudolph Spalsers in over the Hawk line left wing side. Firing a shot. Blocker save made by Lankinen. The other way, McCabe to Regula, center ice, crossing the shark line to Entwistle along the right wing boards, and he'll stick it in on goal. A stick save made by Reimer. He'll hold on for the whistle. Real, real quickly before we, uh, we're not going to a break. Yeah, we are going to break. Uh, what do you think of Regula and Vlasic, Chris? I like them. I like their size, obviously. Yeah. They move pretty good. Uh, Vlasic is as tall as he is. Seems like he, he's got a good head on his shoulders. So he's only played six games right here with the Hawks. He's a BU guy, college kid. So they come out a little smarter from college when you're a defenseman. And hopefully, you know, they could use a guy with that size. you did in Wisconsin? A lot. I only went two years, Troy. <laughs> yeah, <a lot laughs> graduated in two years, so that's not bad. <laughs> well, we want, we want Savvy and Shelly to stick around because we want to break out a little more Bandito. 1-1, oh. Sharks and Hawks. This is Blackhawks Hockey on 720 WGN. Alex Debrinkit, three for three in shootouts. He's got one game-deciding goal. Let's see what he can do. Cat's going to snipe one here. Here we go. Debrinkit picks up the puck at center ice. Cruising over the shark line, twisting and turning down the slot. Deeks and shoots, he scores! The Cat connects! Hawks lead in the shootout, one to nothing. Here's Carlson, picks up the puck at center ice. He's got to score to keep the Sharks alive. He's over the Hawk line, winds and fires. Blake and it down with a butterfly save! Hawks win! Hawks win! On and on the night that the Blackhawks organization honors Pat Foley, we get to hear him say, and now an honor. We'll keep it right here as the boys gather over the center ice circle and raise their sticks. A number of them looking up in the broadcast booth at Pat Foley. And a great honor for the legendary broadcaster who is the longest tenured play-by-play man 
in the history of this franchise. The boys all assembling now over yeah, the center no, they're ice gonna, They're going to stay out here for the cheers to 39 years. Three stars of the game. The number three star from the Blackhawks with three assists and the shootout goal. Number 12, Alex Debrinket. Yeah, Debrinket had some other opportunities. Boy, he was looking for some more goals. Had five shots in this game. The Blackhawks with one goal and two assists. Number 88, Patrick Kane. First star, you know what's going to? Guess who? Every tonight's number one star of the game, we go back to the television broadcast booth and Eddie Olchak. Well, we all know who the number one star of this game is here tonight. <laughs> Pat, the respect from all those players out there, all of these great Blackhawk fans. We thank you for 39 years. And I'm going to hand you a glass here, and I want everybody else, the players will salute you, the great Blackhawk fans at home. 39 years of cheer to the great Pat Foley. Hear, hear. Oh, this is going to taste good. <laughs> My two favorite words, Hawkswin! Hawkswin! Folks, back on October 19th of 1980, Pat Foley became the voice of the Blackhawks, and he was a one-man show. And here we are now in 2022, and Pat, it's been an honor. I love you. We'll all miss you. But you're going to go out the same way you came in, and you get an opportunity to do it all by yourself. And I love you, man. And I'm pro proud of you. Congratulations on your retirement. Thanks, buddy. Go get him. All right. Great fans. Well, listen, uh, I love that man. And I know where I'm going to be next Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> it, it's hard to know what to say other than thank you. I mean, look, at I'm the lucky one here. I, I always have said that, that I'm the luckiest person in the building. And it's true tonight. Uh, I appreciate all of you for... Uh, your support and um, appreciate you being Blackhawks fans and and now I'm one of you um, I'll be watching these games like you will and I uh, can't wait to do that so uh, it's been a hell of a ride I could have never dreamed it would work the way it did but um, I've always been here for you you've always been here for me we're Chicago people and we're proud of it I love you I'm gonna miss you but I'll see you around. I'll be walking around this, uh, this United Center uh, down the road here. Thanks a million. I love you. I miss you. Good night. Goodbye. A fantastic ending to an unbelievable broadcasting career. The great Pat Foley. And the crowd here at the United Center all standing and applauding. You look around, you see some moist eyes, you see some hugs. People don't want this moment to end. Legendary yeah, broadcast. Nice, he did a nice job of holding it together. You sure can see that a couple of times it was close to breaking down, but nice job by Pat and Eddie. 
Well, some things are just meant to be. Maybe it didn't happen in regulation. Maybe it didn't happen in overtime. And maybe it was the Blackhawks' only win on this homestand. But it happens to be on Pat Foley's final game as the television voice of the Chicago Blackhawks, wrapping up a 39-year career. And for one last time, he gets to say, Hawks win, Hawks win, Hawks win. I'm Joe Brand. You're listening to the Bitcoin of America Chicago Blackhawks postgame show. We are taking you up to 11, 11.10 maybe. It all depends on uh, how quickly we get through some spots. But obviously a eventful, packed night at the United Center. So much emotion, so much nostalgia, so much drama. And hopefully, and I believe, the right way to send off a legend and a Chicago legend and a Chicago broadcasting legend, for that matter. Let's head on up to the United Center radio booth and bring in Nick Olchek, who's been breaking down this entire game and has kind of grown up with Pat Foley, as he called him Uncle Pat earlier on the pregame show. And Nick, I, I know this has been a big day for you, the entire Olchek family as well. I mean, how do you put tonight into words, really? Oh, it's tough, uh, Joe. It's uh, such an emotional day for everybody uh, that's a Blackhawk fan that has watched Pat Foley once or a thousand times. Uh, he is such an institution in sports in Chicago. And for the incredible person that he is, and it's been such a pleasure getting to know him on a personal level over the years. has just been nothing short of an honor. And uh, I get choked up and emotional just, just thinking about the guy that he is and everything that he means to me, my family. And most importantly, the incredible Blackhawk fans out there. But a special night. Kudos and a round of applause big time for the Blackhawks for putting on just an, an extraordinary night for Pat, honoring him in every way. The numerous videos from people, not just in hockey, but around sports. Uh, the ceremony before the game, the cheers after the game. The Blackhawks did it first class. No shock there in a very special night. And uh, the Blackhawks found a way to get that second point uh, in the shootout, too, which capped off just a, a brilliant night all the way around. What's Pat Foley like on Christmas? I heard that uh, he's going to be hanging out at your house Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, the last couple of Christmas Eves, he's come over. We have a big dinner. We have a, a bunch of family uh, come over. It's a, it's a lot of fun, especially when good old Uncle Pat gets uh, a couple of uh, adult pops in him. And this is the, why I asked. <laughs> the stories start flowing and the laughs are, are, are numerous, but uh, just an incredible guy. Uh, someone that I've looked up to uh, in a lot of ways. And as a young broadcaster aspiring to, to be from five years old, uh, emulating his calls in my bedroom. And yeah, I woke up a couple of people in the house at 2 a.m. playing video games and trying to emulate Pat Foley. Uh, but it was all well worth it, and it was all done out of love. And, and he certainly is... Uh, is uh, nothing short of, of a Hall of Famer, of course, but uh, as a broadcaster and most importantly as a person. Well, I'm sure he's really grateful that he got to do a few games with you. I know you are very grateful for being able to do some games with him. Nick, we could talk about this all night, but unfortunately we got to get to a few breaks. Thank you for all the insight today and you know, just honestly sharing a piece of Pat Foley that some of us might not know about. So I really do appreciate you. Uh, making it so natural, so honest, and, you know, kind of shedding a light on your actual relationship with the Chicago broadcasting legend. Yep, Joe, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the time. And if there's one last thing I could let Blackhawk fans know, that, that Pat Foley, he loves all of you very dearly. He said it. He'll always say it. He'll always feel it. Uh, I see it at the rink and away from the rink. He is truly one of a kind. 
uh, and the love is, is absolutely mutual between him and the city, and it's been such an honor uh, to call him a friend, uh, to call him Uncle Pat, and uh, to call him a partner at a couple of times this year. Uh, a great night, and uh, just, just a first-class night uh, put on by the Blackhawks. Here, here, great stuff, bud. We will talk to you from Nashville as you'll I call was... that game with John. Okay, Joe, we'll talk to you from uh, we'll talk to you from the South. Have a good night. All right, likewise. That is Nick Olchek. He calling the game with John Troy up in the United Center radio booth.